Great. So our recording started. So I want to welcome all of you to the teleseminar today. For those of you that are new, um, these teleseminars are really based on the understanding of the three principles that Sydney Banks um, shared with all of us. And we're really sharing from the understanding of Sydney Banks' teachings that you'll find in his books and, and videos. Uh, during the teleseminar, um, I usually talk for a bit about the topic of the day and then really invite all of the, anybody here who is on the teleseminar to share with us. They could share a question or any thoughts about what I'm presenting or even what their uh, understanding about the three principles. And so to do that, you'll press star two on your phone and I'll know that you've got a question. I can see that. But wait until, um, you know, I'm done presenting and I'll, I'll let everybody know when it's time for, for sharing. Um, and all of you that have received the email announcement of these teleseminars, uh, you're, go uh, you're going to get an email directing you to the links for the recording. Well, great. Well, good to have all of you here. And um, I really wanted to share with you the power of today's topic that insecurity is a thought. And I think if you get any kind of glimpse of this, um, you'll start to find that um, you become more secure about your life. You become less anxious and worried and fearful. Um, but I want to start at the, you know, the beginning of this, I, this point that insecurity is a thought. And it really starts with um, Sydney Banks sharing this with us, that uh, insecurity is a thought. And he, he shared with us that um, uh, those of you that, don't know Sydney Banks. He had a, a a deep spiritual epiphany many years ago uh, in the early 1970s, and he saw mental health. He saw the truth of how the mind works, and um, gave a, a set of principles of how to understand how we create the reality we live in. But before that, um, along the way to that. Uh, insight he found, that epiphany, he had attended um, a couple's workshop in Vancouver. And he was um, having coffee, him and his wife were having coffee with another couple. That couple happened to have, uh, the, the husband of that couple happened to be a, a psychologist. And they were sharing their insecurities. Excuse me. And Sid was sharing all of, the, all of his insecurities. And the psychologist said, you know, Sid, you're not insecure. You just think you are. Now, Sid tells us he heard that at a profound level. He heard there is no such thing as insecurity. Uh, you just think you're insecure. Insecurity is just a thought. He turned to the, 
psychologist said, do you realize what you've just said? And of course, the psychologist didn't really see it as profoundly as Sid did. But uh, that opened uh, an awakening, I guess, for Sid. Those are my words, that he profoundly saw that insecurity um, doesn't really exist. It's just created through thought. And again, he went on to have other experiences before the um, spiritual epiphany that he shares with us. He shares it in, if you're looking for that, on the Long Beach Lectures. It's a video uh, program uh, on um, uh, available to you. If you went to sydneybanks.org, you could see that, or sydneybanks.com, you could see... Um, uh, you can click on that and, and watch that for free. So I want to talk to you about that, about that, because um, one of the other things that's really valuable to see is that no human being um, will grow up in the world without creating some insecurity. Um it's just the innocence right now of the consciousness of the world that we will grow up and uh, and have some insecurity, some habits of thinking that create insecurity, worry, concern, or fear. So it's the human condition. But again, as Sid says, the cure for that is understanding the nature of thought. So... First, isn't it awesome? I mean, can't you feel the wonder and awe, that fear, insecurity, your worry, anxiety, does not really exist. It's just uh, created from your learned thinking, your habits of thinking about life or about yourself in life. Now, isn't that something to just sit in and ponder that? To kind of bring into your, you know, into your soul that uh, your fears don't exist. You just think they do. That's another way of saying it, you know. I'm including myself in this as well, you know. I'm not talking to you from some superior place, but I have seen the truth of this. It has helped me. And... um I uh realizing that uh you know my uh, fear of something or my anxiety over something is really being created from the way I'm thinking has helped me. That doesn't mean all of that disappears. It just means that when it shows up, I know what's going on, and when I know what's going on, that saves me from going further into it. And it also helps me uh, gain more freedom to think other ways, um, which is another thing that Sid says uh, is, is what we are given on birth is the freedom of thought, the freedom to think any way we want to think. And our habitual or our conditioning growing up gets us kind of caught in certain ways of thinking in a habitual way. But really understanding that 
um, these feelings we, we're talking about today as insecurity are really just uh, ways we've learned to think allows us to become free of habitually thinking that way and then allows us to think with more wisdom, uh, to see life with more understanding, which is how we're meant to live. Um, so um, uh, I wanted to share this with you today because so many people that I've come across in my work with people and just in my friends and life are really have areas where they say they get anxious and fearful. And um, it's been so helpful to be able to find a way to share that um, that, that fear um, doesn't really exist. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, um, the fear, like let's say you're walking across a crosswalk and a car is speeding at you, you want to have fear, you know, to get out of the way or somebody's attacking you were it ever to happen. You, you, you know, you want to have fear for that. I'm talking about, you know, the that constant anxiety, worry, fear, or insecurity about life in general uh, beyond the kinds of maybe physical threats to us that, we want fear to be there so we can get out of the way. Um, this is said, Sid says this in, in, in a different way in his book, Second Chance. That's his first book that um, he wrote. And in that, um, one of the people that are, are in that, I think it's um, Jonathan, talks to Richard about feeling like a failure. And Richard says there is no such thing as failure. Failure is in the eye of the beholder. So again, just like insecurity, there's no such thing as insecurity. Insecurity, fear, anxiety is in the eye of the beholder. It's uh, being created by the way you think about your life. And um, this has been so helpful to so many people, you know, um, uh, th throughout my uh, career, um, there have been people struggling with anxiety, some to such a degree that they could not get out of their bedroom. They were so fearful of something happening to them. And um, this one client was talking about uh, uh, you know, that same fear of not getting out of the bedroom. Um, I'm talking about her stomach feeling funny, then going onto the internet and seeing all these things that could be wrong with her stomach and feeling even more fear. So, uh, again, you know, the internet's really good at giving you, uh, fearful thoughts if you, if you're lacking for any. Um, but she would tell stories like, you know, um, her father had painted a room in the house and she was afraid to go into the kitchen because she could smell the um, fumes, you know, the, uh, um, the, the, the paint smell and, uh, and be afraid that that would 
poison her. So really, you know, dramatic fears, aren't they? But yet, as we talk, she started to get insights to the fact that she just somehow picked that up in life innocently. It's all innocent, you know. We don't set out to create fear in our lives. And no one really, really has the intention to create that in us. But um, she had just learned to look at life in a fearful way. And so she kept looking at different aspects of life from fear to the point that anything looked fearful to her. And so she had to keep to herself in her bedroom. Now, once she really realized the truth of that, that it's just her fears are just being created through thought, she began to gradually um, uh, not entertain so much anxious thinking. And eventually was able to go back to full-time work and actually get out of the house and all of that and even get into a love relationship. So once she was able to remove through insights and realizations the weight of fearful thinking, her, her wisdom surfaced. It guided her. She started to have happy feelings. She started to, to trust her thinking beyond, you know, fearful thinking. And so she was able to um, live more of a positive life. So, uh, but I've seen many, many examples of people really living within um, the effects of fear and starting to realize that's just thought. That's just the way you've learned to think. See, it's the saving grace of these principles and Sid's teachings that we don't necessarily have to live the rest of our life at the effect of our conditioning, at the effect of what we've learned. You see, we can realize uh, uh, with more understanding the truth of things so that we can actually transcend our conditioning. So if you consider yourself an anxious personality or a worrier, you're not wedded to that the rest of your life. Yeah, you learned it. Um, It's got some power right now. But you really have the potential to understand the nature of thought so that you're now living beyond that conditioning. And that's the hope that these principles provide us, that we can live beyond an insecure life. We can live beyond thinking of ourselves as a fearful person, an anxious person, a worrier. Now, isn't that something? That really moved me to realize uh, that any human being can find wisdom, can find an understanding of the truth of how we create a reality that we live in that allows them to live beyond the conditioning they grew up learning. 
whatever it is. Well, but today we're talking about fear and worry and insecurity. Isn't that something? That's really the hope. And when people feel the hope of that, they want to learn more. That's how this woman who uh, could not leave her bedroom, once she got a glimmer of the fact that she could think differently, she started to think a little differently rather than her scary thoughts, she got hope. And uh, that hope allowed her to stay open to learn more and realize more from her own wisdom um, that she was perfectly fine. So, um, so you could see then the power of realizing that your insecurity um, does not really exist. Uh, it's just a way of thinking. And that's back to the principle of thought. The principle of thought really tells us that... that um, we create our feelings from the way we think. That we're creating a reality moment to moment uh, because we think. And however it is that we're thinking, that's the reality we live in. Every moment you have a blank canvas and you dip your paintbrush into, you know, whatever thought you're thinking and you paint that and now you're living it. It could be a boring landscape. It could be a joyful party. I know, I don't know. It could be, you know, uh, scary monsters. But you're, you have this wonderful gift of thought that allows you to create the reality you're living in. And what the freedom of thought is, it says, you can use that gift any way you want to. Once you realize that you can do that and that the fear or worry or insecurity that's been dominating your life is really the result of your learned thinking. It's just a learned way you've grown up to use this gift of thought, to create your reality being one mostly scary. Now, if you know what you're doing, if you know that, that's where you get freedom. And that knowing comes from realizing that's all that's going on. All that's going on with all human beings is that every moment they're creating a reality they're living in through the way they're using thought. My good friend, uh, Bill Pettit, he's a psychiatrist and he's been teaching with these principles for m almost 40 years like I have. And he once, once told this, once he was sharing it at a seminar, he said, and it was around the Halloween time, you know, and he was sharing, what if you went to the... Uh, the Halloween store and you bought a hand mask that was scary, a very scary hand mask. Then you put it on your hand 
And then you put your hand behind your back for about a minute. And then you brought it out and scared yourself with it. And he asked everybody, could you really scare yourself once you brought your hand back in front of your face with that scary mask? And everybody, of course, said no. And uh, then he would say, well, why? People say, well, you, you, put, you knew you put the mask on. How could you scare yourself if you knew you put the mask on? And that's what he said. That's it. You know what you're doing. You knew you did that. And once you begin to recognize that um, you created this reality for you because of the way you're thinking, you can change. That's, that's the beauty of this, is that you can begin to know what you're doing. You wake up, uh, rather than living in a fog of your feelings and your experience and your reality of the moment being created outside of you, you start to wake up to the fact that how you're seeing things is being created by the way you think about it. And once you wake up to that, when once you see it again, uh, as you're going through your day, you can change your thinking. It's not by forcing it. It's not by a strategy. You come up with your own thing. It's by realizing once again, oh no, there I go again. I'm scaring myself. I put my my particular scary thoughts on my hand and forgot that I was the one that put that scary mask on me. Or I painted this scary landscape and forgot I was the painter. But once you remember, which is what the what it, having insights into the principles provides us, once you remember, you're free of that. Once again, we're back to the hope. We're back to the hope that any human being can live beyond what they've learned to think about life, particularly an insecure life, particularly seeing themselves as insecure, as an insecure person. The person that comes up with, I can't do that. That would not be me. I'm not somebody who could do that. All of those thoughts coming from an insecure, limited view of the potential of what you are. Once you realize that's just some ideas you came up with or somebody passed on to you, uh, once you start to see it that way, you can be free then um, to be who you truly are. And that's the power of this understanding that once again, any fear um, that you're living in is being created by thought. Now, nothing wrong if you're there. Nothing wrong if you're anxious. It's not like a right and wrong thing. It's an understanding. And we lose it sometimes, and then we remember, and then we can uh, transcend it. For example, um, uh you know, I've been asked to do a lot of talks at conferences, and particularly through the years at the UK Global Conference for the Principles. 
And um, I get a little nervous before I step out there. I get nervous. I, uh, it's nothing, you know, I don't try to force it away, but I, I know that once I step up to, to talk, I just get in, I just get myself into a beautiful feeling of service. That's what has occurred to me to, to move my thinking into one of serving the audience rather than one to being nervous about speaking. So just an example. It's an example really that uh, this isn't about not being fearful, not being anxious, not being worried. It's about knowing what that is. Knowing that uh, that uh, that worry does not have to exist were it not for your thinking. Again, you know, uh, I'm not saying that you ignore fearful places, you have the power of thought also to actually see that there may be areas of your life that are fearful or that there is somebody uh, in life that is um, harmful to you. You have those thoughts. That's not to get rid of your common sense or your wisdom, but if you truly were uh, able to look beyond your conditioned thinking you would honor your um, thoughts that assess danger much more. You would honor them more. You wouldn't uh, uh, question them. So um, I wanted to share that with you today. And um, I wanted to share with uh, you the beginnings of my looking at insecurity as thought but when I first heard that story almost over 40 years ago from Sid, from Sidney Banks, and have seen it at various times, he brings that up in different ways in the books that he's written, and particularly that thing about failure and second chance. And I wanted to share this because so many people are... Um, caught up in a, a cycle of anxiety. And the way out of anxiety is to realize that that worry and concern doesn't exist were it not for your learned thinking. And not to look at that, um, to judge it, but just to begin to get a sense that that is all that's going on. Worry is just telling you um, your where what direction your thinking's going. It's just telling you how you're using your power of thought to paint a picture of your of your day of your moment. And so this isn't about measuring whether you're going to be less anxious or not. It's about you understanding what you truly are, that you have the power to create a reality that you live in until you think another thought. And the other piece is that you have the potential to um, think beyond your conditioned thinking, your beliefs and ideas. If you want to, you have that, that power. And it comes back to understanding that you are given the freedom of thought 
the freedom to think any way you want to think. So I want to stop there. And I want to check in with everybody that's here. Um, again, I developed these teleseminars now about five or six years ago so that we could also hear from the people that are on the call and learn from them and to learn from the questions they ask. So today, again, I just want to ask if you have something to, to ask or share, to just press star two on your phone, and I'll know that you have something to share with us. And somebody just did. And what I have is someone in North Hollywood, California. Hello? Hi, Mark. It's Rachel. How are you? Oh, hi, Rachel. I'm good. Um, it's amazing that you are having this talk today because just this morning I had an experience of um, seeing my thought. Um, I was I'm taking a class, and uh, the women that shared there, you know, I went into oh my god, they know so much, and they're so smart, and they've. You know, they did research and they did this and that, and they're so accomplished. And who am I? You know, I'm nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, and the next thought that I had, you know, because then, then it goes into the feeling of like, you know, shrinking and of like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, forget about you. Yeah. And then the next thought I had is like, oh. As a coach, I'm sure that there's so many people that have the same experience. I can share that experience with them. They can benefit because I'm sure that there's tons of people that feel exactly the same way. Yes. And that was such an, you know, that was like, like almost like flipping the coin from like having nothing to having something that is valuable. Yes. Isn't that wonderful that um, that 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 can come to you that you might you could see something beyond your um, kind of insecure thinking of yourself? Yeah. Yeah, Amazing. and you've got now you've got a wonderful story to share with people around how thought works. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. That's really beautiful. You really shared the possibility of, um, again, just how you're caught in one way of thinking and then something just occurs to you that moves you to, you know, a better place. Uh, so thank you for sharing that, Rachel. That was great. And, uh, again, you know, another way of getting insecure Rachel just reminded me of another way of getting insecure is, is like comparing yourself. Oh, my goodness, you know, how many of us haven't compared ourselves to somebody who sounds better than us or shares something better than us, you know? And and that will immediately get us into insecurity. But once again, the insecurity is just coming from the way we're thinking. We're in comparisons. And so I started to realize uh, that comparisons don't serve us. They're just a habit of thinking that really gets us feeling less than. 
And then isn't it just great? Like Rachel, just in the next moment, saw something as a uh, something beyond her uh, sort of insecure thinking, and you could you could hear her when she's talking about the comparison. You could hear the tone, and then you can hear the tone when she shares with us what she saw. She was much more happy, uh, enlightened. She saw possibility. So um, isn't that something that, um, you know, we had that uh, example here today. I don't know what I'm saying there, but I really appreciate Rachel sharing that and the possibility for all of us to, even though we're caught in our moment of insecurity, to see beyond it, to see beyond it in an instant. And that's true for all of us. No one is any different. Uh, thanks, Rachel. Anybody else want to share? Hit star two. And, or you have a question. Uh, questions really help us. If you've heard my uh, teleseminars or the podcast, uh, you can see that the questions really lead us to a deeper understanding too. So just hit star two and um, we'll talk together. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, this is showing uh, Santa Rosa, California. Anybody close to that? Yes. Um, hello? Hello, Mark? Hello? Yes. Yeah, can, can you hear me? Oh, hi. It's David, right? It's, it's David, yes. Yeah. Um, hi, David. Hi. Um, firstly, I want to give a big shout out to you for last... Uh, for that uh, book club thing. It's the first time I joined that uh, program and it was just wonderful. Uh, I, I just wanted to acknowledge you for that. Thank you very much for that. Um, uh, and um, getting back to um, the theme of uh, today, you know, personally, uh, I probably have this sort of low grade uh, anxiety, you know, most of the time. Um, and I think uh, during my long life, I've learned to sort of, you know, manage it. Uh, that is, you know, to sort of, you know, set it aside and kind of wait for new thinking to come or for another thought, you know, that might be, you know, happier or, uh, how can I say, um, more cheerful. Um, and um, so, uh, long story short, I feel that this kind of like low-grade anxiety is just something that I have to uh, ha have to live with, you know. Um, Well, you never know. Um, I think that um, you've seen that um, you help yourself with um, uh, thinking about uh, things in a different direction. Uh, the minute you do that, uh, when any of us do that, we're totally in the thinking of that. Um, but you'll never know what you'll see if you just, um, you know, keep reflection on what we're talking about today that uh, and not make it anything and take care of yourself the way you've been trying to take care of yourself. Um, uh, it, it really isn't about 
doing away with that. It's about understanding. And um, again, you know, you might find that as um, you even see more than you've been seeing, um, you're living with a more lower grade uh, joy, <laughs> you know, rather than lower grade uh, anxiety. But I love that you can see that you can do something with the way you think to help yourself um, uh, live a little live a little outside of that low grade anxiety. So, David, thank you for sharing that. Um, the other thing I wanted to tell people um, with what David is sharing is that um, I do a, a year long missing link book group. We we cover the missing link, Sid's, Sid's most spiritual book, uh, one chapter at a time each month through the year. And we just had our first meeting. And uh, thank you, uh, David, for, for, for sharing about that. It's still open um, if people wanted to join us. Um, it closes at the end, uh, at uh, at our next meeting, uh, which is in a couple of weeks. So um, if you'd like to join us, email me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net. Uh, anybody else, before we stop for today, anybody else have anything they want to share or a question they want to ask? Uh, again, pressing star two. One other thing, I talked about this in other podcast teleseminars, but one of the things that really helps here as well, David kind of kind of um, uh, gave me a sense of this, is that, you know, looking in the world of uh, forgiving yourself, you know, if you're still somebody who uh, lives more in anxiety and insecurity, you know, just giving yourself a whole bunch of understanding for that, compassion for that, that right now, that's, um, that's the quality of thinking that um, is around for you. And not to think about yourself being better than that. But where you want to focus is more on just understanding the nature of thought. You want to reflect more there. And as you see more about how our reality is created through thought, it will impact um, the time you spend in anxiety or worry or fear. So you want to give yourself a lot of compassion. You don't want to give yourself a lot of judgment, particularly if you still have, you know, from what we talked about today, it's still not easy for you to apply it. It, it will be to stay reflecting on um, the role that that thought plays, that you're given this power to think any way you want to think. Just reflect on that. See if you could maybe also just live in gratitude and a nice feeling. When a nice feeling comes along, embrace it. Don't um, yes, but it, you know, like, 
or I'm feeling good now, but I'm going to be anxious in a moment, you know. Just when you have a nice feeling, stay there a little longer. Uh, those things can be very helpful. Um, okay. It looks like no one else wants to share today. One more time. Any other questions or anybody want to share? Pressing star two. Well, it's been great being with all of you. We'll stop here. And uh, once again, you know, I didn't, I wasn't going to bring this up, but since David did, I thought, well, maybe you'd all be interested in the Missing Link book group. If you'd like information, email me at drmarkhoward.comcast.net. Also, you'll be getting an email uh, so that you can access today's recording. Uh, great being with all of you. Have a great month, and I'll see you uh, next month. Bye.